Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Libby. Hello to Emilio from Mexico. Hello to Peggy Sue, who is five, and Charlie Rose, who is two, from Tasmania, Australia. Hello to Reuben and Owen Johns, who are nine and seven years old. I'd like to say happy birthday to Lucy Swan from Sydney, who is turning eight on August 1st. Happy birthday to Lily Jean from Henderson, Nevada, who is turning seven on August 1st. Happy birthday to Mary Lou, who is turning six on August 3rd. Happy birthday to Ivy, who is turning five on August 4th. And happy birthday to River, from Vancouver, who is turning three on August 6th. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. This is the eighth part of our series about Red, the transfer student. She has been having some bad dreams and was hoping to go home after school and have a nap. But at lunchtime, the Solving a Mystery Club found another mystery to solve, and now she needs to stay after school to help them. Red is struggling to stay awake in the afternoon, but when she gets caught daydreaming, she tries harder to pay attention until the end of the day. The Transfer Student, Part 8 After lunch, Red sat at her desk daydreaming. It's something that she often did when she was either bored or a bit tired. Or like now, both. She thought back to the day that her mother and father announced that they would be leaving Mars and joining an increasing number of Martians on Earth. They made it sound like they had won the lottery, which we did, as there was an element of chance in getting selected. It wasn't enough that you wanted to go to Earth and fit the very strict criteria, because space was limited. You also had to draw lots. At the time, Red felt their win was her loss. It's one thing to move across the country, or change schools in the same city. But moving across the solar system and doing so in absolute secrecy was a very different thing. She might never see or hear from her friends again. This was also her first introduction to the agents of the AID, who would come every day to teach and test us on all the procedures and rules that were involved. The amount of secrecy made it feel to Red like she was entering some kind of prison, which didn't seem too far from the truth in the beginning. 
But ever since joining the Solving a Mystery Club, her world seemed much brighter. And she didn't mind getting up to go to school nearly as much as she once did. Red, care to join us here on Earth? asked Mr. Ross, her teacher. We are trying to have a discussion here, and you seem to be somewhere else at the moment. We would love to hear your input on what we were just discussing. Red turned an even darker shade of red as she realized that she was caught and didn't have the slightest idea what they were talking about. Um, she said, I uh, think that... Just as she was about to embarrass herself further, the bell rang and the class was over. Saved by the bell, she thought. Luckily, Red managed to pay attention in the rest of her classes that afternoon, before the bell rang and it was time to meet the Solving a Mystery Club gang in the library. By the time Red reached the library, everyone else was there waiting for her. How is it that they always get here first, she thought. Hi, Red, Charlie said. You looked like you were somewhere else during first period. I was daydreaming. About chicken nuggets? interrupted Kurt. I don't think I've seen Red eat chicken nuggets once. Not even these new plant-based ones that you love so much, Kurt, said Rachel. Yes, I think they are, um, kind of disgusting, Red said with a look of disgust. What? Kurt pretended to be outraged. You need to elevate your taste in food, Alexa said jokingly. Hot dogs, nuggets, and macaroni and cheese are four-star foods around this school. Yuck, said Red with her tongue sticking out of her mouth. Speaking of nuggets, Charlie said, trying to remind everybody why they were meeting in the library. Does anyone have a good starting point for how we might solve this mystery? Sorry, I seem to be out of the loop. Can someone remind me what the problem is? Other than the nuggets are always small, dried-out shells, compared to what we get at the nearby food truck? Asked Alexa. You eat there? Rachel said, somewhat disgusted. Yes, the nuggets are moist and delicious, said Alexa with a smile, and a slight gurgle in her stomach. That's grease, said Rachel. Well... I have a simple plan, Kurt announced. Everyone went silent for a minute, as Kurt was known for her many abilities. But coming up with a plan for solving mysteries was something new. I talked to Mrs. Bromley briefly on the way to the library, and she said that the food delivery schedule has changed recently. It used to come early in the morning, but has been changed to right after school. Something to do with scheduling. Anyway, I thought a first step might be to watch the delivery truck arrive from a distance and see if any food disappears. There is no guarantee that it will happen today or the next. The nuggets might not disappear ever again, especially after the thief tastes them, Red said. It is a start, Kurt said. I doubt this is some sophisticated crime syndicate, said Rachel. 
or aliens or hungry ninja warriors, said Charlie. Doesn't the school have cameras at the entrance to the cafeteria? asked Red. Why don't we take this opportunity to not only watch the delivery, but also check if there are any cameras? I'm sure you could put your own camera on a tree nearby to watch for movement if we don't see anything, right, Charlie? asked Rachel. I have one currently guarding my Lego collection from my little sister we could use, Charlie replied. What time does the next delivery arrive? asked Alexa. In about ten minutes, I think, replied Kurt. Well, I guess we better get moving and find a good location to see what is going on, said Rachel. Did everyone remember to reach out to their parents that we will be home later than we originally planned? Reminded Red. Everyone nodded yes, except for Alexa, who was typing quickly on her phone as they rushed out of the library, down the hallway, and outside towards the trees that faced the entrance to the cafeteria. The gang arrived at the trees just as the delivery truck was coming into the driveway. Everyone hide behind these bushes, Kurt said. Ew, spider webs, Alexa said, while trying to pull off all the sticky strands that she already walked into. The webs won't bite you, Charlie said. The spiders might, said Alexa, whose idea of being out in nature was watching a documentary in science class. Okay, everybody be quiet. The truck is parked, and it looks like the driver is going to start unloading food, hushed Kurt. Is that driver related to you, Kurt? I swear her arms are bigger than my legs, joked Charlie. That's because your legs are the size of toothpicks, laughed Kurt. Shh. The gang crouched on the ground and watched the delivery driver open the door to the back of the truck and start hauling in boxes of food through the back door to the cafeteria. Do you see what I see? asked Kurt. Cardboard boxes? Those last boxes in the back of the truck are the Nugget brand. Though it felt like an eternity, three minutes passed and nothing happened. No UFOs, no nugget-stealing ninjas, no unusual activity at all. I don't think anything is going to happen today, and my stomach is starting to make noises looking at all this food being delivered whispered Alexa. Wait, what's that? said Red quietly. There was movement in the distance. A shadow along the wall of the school disappeared behind the bushes that were positioned underneath the classroom windows. I don't see anything. Wait, there it is again, Red said. I can't make out what it is, but whatever it is, it's pretty sneaky, said Rachel trying to adjust her glasses to see if that would help. That was fast. It ran and jumped into the back of the truck, and now it is escaping with a bag of nuggets from the box, exclaimed Kurt. We must follow it. As they were following Kurt, Red said, Is what I just saw what I think I just saw? 
If what you think you saw is the dog I just saw, then yes, that is what you saw, replied Alexa. Kurt led the gang through the field at the back of the school, down a back street, to a large backyard that bordered a small grove of trees that served as a barrier between the noise of the school and the houses connected to it. At the back of this yard was a large hill hidden from the house by bushes and a utility shed. I can't believe that it's been a dog that has been taking the nuggets from the truck, said Rachel. Some dogs have discerning tastes, you know, said Kurt. That's one smart dog, Charlie said, clearly impressed. Okay, but, uh, what now? We know what is happening to the nuggets and we can tell Mrs. Bromley. So do we just go home? asked Alexa. No, let's try and have a look at the cute pup, said Red. Cute? That dog looks like a black bear, exclaimed Alexa. I think you need glasses more than I do. That dog was the size of a poodle at most, said Rachel. Come on, let's get a little closer. The gang slowly and quietly walked to where they thought the dog was hiding. They walked behind the shed to the side of the hill and saw, lying under a makeshift shelter, a small black dog with a small group of young puppies. They all stopped and stared at the scene in front of them. This dog has been taking the nuggets to feed her family. The dog looked at the gang and was shaking with fear. Don't worry, little dog, we won't hurt you, said Red as she crouched down on her knees and tried to calm the dog with her voice. Red, are you sure about this? asked Alexa. It could be a wild wolf. Shh, said Rachel. It's just a small stray trying to feed her family, not some monster in a movie. The dog slowly made its way over to Red and gave her a sniff. Then she walked to where Red's face was and gave her a great big kiss before walking back to her pups who were eating the nuggets from the bag. Yuck, said Alexa. Dog spit is so disgusting. Red got up and walked back over to where the gang was standing and said, Well, what do we do now? This young pup and her family obviously need our help, said Kurt. But what can we do? We're just kids. Could we call our parents and have them come and take them home? I know my parents won't agree to take home all these puppies. They won't allow any animals in the house since I adopted that large snake. Somehow, it ended up in my parents' bed and, well, that didn't end well, said Charlie. I can still hear my mother scream. I don't think I'm allowed to have animals in my house, though we do allow my brother Blue to stay, so maybe, said Red. We may be just kids, but we solved this mystery, and we can help these dogs too, said Kurt. First, we need to make sure they have shelter, clean water, and food. Then I guess we could try to find them a forever home with a family who will love them, added Rachel. 
Could we call the animal shelter? asked Alexa. I don't think so. I read in the news today that the shelter was full, so I don't think they will be able to help us. It's up to us. Do we all agree? asked Charlie. Yes, they all replied. The dogs look like they might be okay here for the night, so let's meet up tomorrow after school and do our best to help. Why don't we all come prepared, said Red. I can bring some food for them to eat. Good, I can bring a bowl and fresh water, said Rachel. I have an old dog house, but Kurt, can you come by my house before the bus comes and help me carry it, asked Charlie. I'll be there. And I can start creating some signs for students to see if they can ask their parents to take the dogs in, said Alexa. We should also make sure that the dogs aren't lost, added Red. Right. I'll make some signs to put up around the neighborhood, too. Great. Let's all meet after school tomorrow at the far end of the sports field, underneath the oak tree with all the things we need to bring. And that is the end of this part. Good night. Sleep tight.